Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and Tim, other Tim. <laughs> What's up, gentlemen? Um, Besides you forgetting Tim's name there for a minute, you know, it's fine. He's not that important. I didn't I didn't forget him. I was trying to figure out given that we just had Tim Hannon from mm. Stabcast on last week, uh how to like differentiate, you know, in- introduce him in a different way. Yeah. Um I should have thought about this more before the cast because other Tim, you know, I mean you've been here, you know, Tim, so I feel like <laughs> I feel like other Tim should be Stabcast Tim. Yeah. But uh we'll come yeah. up with something. I think we sound a little different. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. You look different too. It's almost (laughs) as if you're two different people. Yeah, we are very, we have different levels of acclimation to snow. Mm, That's true. He's about to get ready for his acclimation to snow as he just moved up here. So, yeah, it's about to get real for him. (laughs) Yeah, we we, we already have like 10 to 20 foot piles of snow in our parking lots already. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, it was 70 degrees this weekend here in DC. I took the kids to the playground. Nice. Uh, anyway. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be a little uh, maybe off tonight. I've had a weird day. I've had a real weird day, boys. I'm going to tell you why. So I know everybody at home loves hearing about Farmer Jay's adventures. Uh, okay. So here's my newest adventure. So our oldest son went up to uh, his family's the family's camp. Uh, to go hunting this weekend and he got himself a deer and uh, yesterday when we picked him up he brought the deer home Uh, like in parts uh, not ready to be eaten like still needed to be butchered Uh, and so I called a friend of mine and when I say friend you guys need to understand that inside I'm like a 90 year old man. So this is a 67 year old man that I called who's a friend of mine. <laughs> and I said, Hey, uh, so you hunt and stuff. He goes, yeah, I go, you know how to clean and butcher deer. And he goes, yeah, I go, great. You want to come over and help me with that? And he's, this was yesterday. He goes, yeah, I'll be over tomorrow. So at 5 30 AM, he was calling the house and he's like, Hey, I'm in your driveway. You ready to get this going? <laughs> It's like, just like I wasn't even up yet. My alarm goes off at six fifteen, so I was like, "Well, ah, uh, yeah, man." And I came downstairs, got a cup of coffee, let him in, and uh, he and I were butchering a deer until like one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> so, did you make? Did you make your son help at least? He had school, man. Oh uh, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I feel like if you shoot a deer, you should also participate in the processing he absolutely would have it was not a uh, he didn't want yeah to yeah school is i gotcha yeah he yeah. helped he helped get it to that point which i don't want to get in too much detail because it's <laughs> it's not ideal you guys probably know but you know he got it so that the deer had you know we got the like shanks and the legs and the you know the back straps and all that stuff people who know about this will know what we're talking about and so um I used to do this with my dad when I was young. 
but I didn't remember any of it. And so I called this guy up and boy, did it come back to me though. So we were, we were, I was for the good, better part of half the day. I was, you know, prepping deer meat, but we did have it for dinner and it was delicious. So but, venison yeah. is delicious. Yeah, I was. Yes. Yep. That was the, that's my life. <laughs> so, yeah. I know everybody at home uh, likes to hear the, about the chickens, which um, you won't hear about anymore uh because we're we ate them but you know <laughs> i have uh i have determined personally that hunting for me is like kind of like a boat you don't want to actually own the boat you just want to have a friend with a boat yep so yep. hunting is like i don't want to actually do the hunting or the process processing is that what, that's what they yeah. technically call uh, it right yeah i don't want to do any of that uh I, but i will happily eat the deer meat yeah that's yeah, yeah. yeah. just I, bring bring me some deer meat i'll pay you for it if you want uh you know i i, I don't know i don't want to get too deep into it but i i really like you know we try to buy as much of our our meat from local farms so like our uh you know our chickens clearly were ours so that's where we got our eggs and you know any chicken or turkey or or, or cow pig like any of that stuff we try to get locally um I, cause I just like knowing more about the source of my food. Like it's just an interesting and like, I don't know, maybe better for my soul overall that I like know where, you know, where those animals are coming from. So like, like being part of this was really special. And, and I, I did as much work as it was. It was nice to know like, Oh yeah, this came from the camp and this, you know, he shot it and now it's here and, you know, and I, and we're taking care of this and it's just, I, I don't know. There's something about that. That's kind of interesting. So I say that now um, that I'm done, but definitely in the middle of it, I was like, I'm never doing this again. This, this is yeah. a nightmare. This is a nightmare. <laughs> but anyways, adventures in farmer J let's there's your update, everybody. <laughs> The, uh, I, I just got fully Canadian. I'm nursing a slight shoulder injury because I got rifled with a puck while refing two nights ah. ago. <laughs> it was R refing hockey. Yeah, refing hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was shot all the way down the ice because they were on the PK, and I saw it coming, and was like, "Well, I can't get out of the way," so I just tucked. So it wouldn't hit me in the face. I just caught it on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> Did I remember? Yeah, when I was young in high school and college, I played lacrosse and just like. After taking a lacrosse ball, well, you get it's the same, it's almost the same as hockey, right? And you just get you get this huge welt and bruise, and you're just like, Well, that's gonna hurt for a while. <laughs> so yeah. Well, and I'm I'm a little crazy in that I don't wear any padding when I ref. And I like, I mean, and this was a JF1 beer league games, so like most of these guys that were playing like university hockey or you know, major junior, like two or three years ago. Mm. So I I've just accepted I'm gonna like take a puck every like 10 to 15 games and it'll hurt for a while but whatever <laughs> good man that's what i like so, to hear so all those beans bee stings just makes you like you know immune to pain immune you know right. yeah high pain tolerance yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um we are going to talk about legion today uh we have, <laughs> we're also going to not talk about legion today um because we have something that's legion adjacent so to speak <laughs> unless you've been living under a rock uh is a thing that exists 
apparently. So we'll we'll get to that. Um, we're going to talk about Invader League also, and slightly related. We're going to talk about last week. We talked a fair bit about Blizzard Force. So this week, uh, turnabout is fair play. We're going to talk about countering Blizzard Force. So um, let's get to housekeeping first. Oh, that's me. Yeah, right. Um, listen, Patreon, that's a thing you could do, uh, you know. So I talk about that a lot, so I'm just going to move on. Um, yeah. Last week, we told you guys about a sale we're having. We're doing 30% off uh, Legion and 30% off order tokens. So a lot of those have sold out, but hey, there's still some in stock, so you guys can check that out. Um, and, you know. Again, while, while you're talking, I'm sorry. I'm going to go order some Blizzard Force order tokens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, and so check out the store. Uh, check out all our tools. That's it. That's all I got for this week. We're going to have a, a very special announcement. You guys, if you're on our Facebook page, you're going to see it tomorrow, and then next week we're going to talk about it. I'm not going to get into it right now. But you'll see it on our fa- on all our social media tomorrow. So keep an eye out or today. If you're listening to it, it's today. Tomorrow for us because to- we're recording on Monday. So that's it. That's all I got. Are you actually getting those? <laughs> I-, I was, but I will. I will do it later because that was an exceptionally efficient housekeeping. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> I don't. I have so many. Order tokens. I don't need more, but those Blizzard Force ones are really, they're, they're really cool. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, yeah. Do we have some? Do we want to hit this as news or just like dive right into the? Yeah, just uh, dive. Okay. So, uh, AMG announced a new Star Wars game called Shatterpoint. They did what now? <laughs> uh, apparently, the name, according to our resident expert on everything uh random star wars knowledge evan um apparently it is it is a reference to a force power in an obscure eu novel about mace windu (laughs) so anyway that's where the name comes from but uh without getting too far into it because we don't we don't actually know a lot about it except they've shown some visuals and they've talked generally described it um, it's basically Star Wars MCP. Is that a fair characterization? Yeah. <laughs> as far as we can tell, like they haven't, you know, released rules yeah. or anything for it. But yeah, visually, very much. Yeah. Um, you know, they said that this was in development like two and a half to three years ago, <clears throat> which would be slightly before they got the Star Wars properties, the other Star Wars minis games from. FFG. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What do you guys? What do you guys? What do you guys think about uh, this game generally? I guess, but also what it means for Legion. Uh, I guess I can go. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I'm excited about it because I, I like Star Wars uh, and I like miniature games, and so this kind of scratches both those itches um I, I i think there's times that for me legion's too long of a game in a you know in a tournament type style sometimes or even just going to play with somebody like 
I don't know. Sometimes I don't want to spend two and a half hours to three hours playing a game. Um, so it'll be nice to have like a Star Wars skirmish game. Um, I don't know. There's it's hard to there's so many like uh, false rumors and different stuff going around that it's hard to like track what's real. Like, you know, they said that terrain made for Shatterpoint would be also used for Legion, but that doesn't make any sense because of scale. So like. You know those those miniatures are much bigger so so yeah, i don't know i don't know any of the plants they look cool they look super cool they um, do the miniatures look really cool yeah i i think i get it i wish that they had done something like 40k and kill team you know where kill team yeah. it's this you can use all those and, and like shade spire and all that stuff right for for fantasy you can use all those miniatures in the regular game that's all back and forth you know I, I really wish they did that i i understand why they didn't um especially if they were working on it before they got the rest of the properties you know i think that makes sense um yeah and then as far as my view on what it means for legion like i know a lot of people are really worried and I understand, you know, I think people are worried because uh, we had an episode on this weeks ago about all, all the stuff that hasn't been going right with Legion and you could, oh, uh, well, they're focused on their new Star Wars game, right? And I, I think the two are completely separate. I don't I don't think the mistakes are because they're focused on the new game. I think they're mistakes and the new game is something that they're putting out and um I don't know. The downside for Legion is I think we we may see a slowdown in delivery for Legion just because um, maybe they're, it depends, right? If they can get in more people working there so that their focus isn't divided amongst all these games, you know, adding another game is going to divide the focus even more at, at their studio, right? They're already, uh, what, four games? This will be their fifth, their fifth title, you know? And two of them, Legion and and uh mcp are two of the the top selling miniature games in the world so if this one does that same thing which it's likely it will if it's built on mcp's backbone and with star wars like yeah it's gonna you know mcp is awesome game so it may you know it makes sense like uh yeah so i you know i'm a little worried but nothing like um you know nothing and i don't think the sky's falling i just think it is it's just yeah just another game um i'm mostly like because like we've only seen some minis and stuff but i've was asked about this at a uh age of sigma tournament on the weekend and i would basically have said where i'm interested i'm at the point where i'm very interested to learn more about this um i'm very open-minded to it um one thing i am excited to hopefully see in this new game is like force powers looking super cool because they're relatively bland in Legion just because of gaming and mechanics. But if they apply like how they do MCP abilities and stuff, which is like a lot of like very unique, very powerful abilities, we could easily see um, like the force users in Shatterpoint have a lot of very unique um, powers that they can use a lot of and like, you know, have force points or whatever. Um, I'm also interested um, the minis besides being a different scale, which is you no know, unfortunate, they're also looking like they're taking the like um, cartoon versions of all the characters rather than the like real life versions, which is just sort of a like if they were like the basically the, like the same quote unquote miniatures but a different scale that would feel extra bad. But at least like 
like Dooku looks like cartoon Dooku, which is super cool because it's a different sort of um, recreation of the same character. So just adds a little extra or hel helps make buying sort of multiple minis of the same character a little less sour because at least you're getting like very different interpretations of the same characters and stuff. Yeah, I think uh, I I agree that the, you know, like, is this the end for Legion? Are they going to replace Legion with this? I think that whole conversation is like completely unfounded hyperbole. Yeah. Um, I do think optically it's just a little, the timing is super awkward just because we, like you said, Jay, we just got over talking about all the various issues with the Battle Force release and all that, which, you know, as far as we can tell is like the first like full amg release for legion um and also just again optically uh the era that they chose which i think is great because i love this era is the clone wars era um and their legion releases are very focused recently on the galactic civil war era which makes sense for the media you know that this is again i think another thing that like in practical terms is completely unrelated but just optically looks a little awkward because you know you have Clone Wars players and Legion being like, man, wouldn't it be great if we had more Republic characters? Wouldn't it be great if we had more, you know, like Django Fett and stuff like that? And then, you know, this new Shatterport game is getting all of these characters, like to the extent that we're even getting like Barris and Luminara, you know, who are like, you know, like quite beyond the, <laughs> you know, those are characters from the Clone Wars TV show, which is great. Like they're awesome characters. Um, and I'll be super interested to see how Shatterpoint, Shatterpoint seems very, as you said, Tim, very force user focused, which I guess makes sense for a scale like that, because you can kind of zero in more on like the, the concept of duels between characters, which is not, you know, Legion is an army scale game, so it's not as big of a thing for that. Um, but yeah, I am, I am cautiously optimistic. It looks cool. Um, it looks like it will be a very fun game. Yeah. Um, I will probably buy it. <laughs> You know, we'll see if, uh, uh, you know, I can only have so many mistresses, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I do think my biggest thing is, is simply that it just feels like a missed opportunity to not make it like kill team in 40 K. Um, because even from like a revenue perspective, you know, the reason that GW does it that way is because you have like mutually supportive revenue streams. You know, I've seen people be like, well, they had to make it a different scale and different models because otherwise people would just use the Legion models for Shatterpoint and not buy anything. And it's like, that's yeah. not, at least based on my experience with the Kill Team in 40K, that's not how it actually ends up working in practice. Like you play, you know, say you play Orcs in 40K and you see the Kill Team come out. Yeah. First of all, you have to buy the rules, which they could still make a thing for this. They could sell the cards, right? Yeah. Like, um, but so even if you set that aside, you know, I've got an orc army in 40k and I'm like, hey, you know, I could play kill team. I already have the orcs. This looks really fun. Um, you get into kill team, you're like, you know what? I really need some more commandos because that's like a big thing in kill team. I don't have a lot of those. I'm gonna go buy a box of commandos. And then you're playing kill team and you're like, man, this other this other faction in kill team, you know, custodes, whatever. I played against them the other day. They seem really cool. I only need to get like four models. You know, what's the harm in that? I'm gonna buy like four models. You get your four custodes models, and then you're like, man. Yeah. These custodes models are really cool. Um, how many would I need to add so that I could play custodes in 40k? 
and then you go buy some more custodies models and you play them in 40k and like suddenly kill team has got you to buy into a completely different yeah. 40k faction that you would never have got into before that actually happened um, to evan we were playing kill team and i was playing orcs and he wanted to do what is it the gene steel gene stealer gene gene stealer cults gene stealer cults yeah and so he just bought a bunch of 40k boxes and then started playing them he's like oh i really like this and then bought a ton more of yeah. those right so yeah that's that's exactly the reason and I, I think the problem is like, let's lay it out from a business perspective is that if they really truly started this when they only had MCP, their goal was never to do that. Their goal was to make an MCP version for Star Wars lead for Star Wars. And so that's what they were doing. And by the time, you know, I would guess by the time they got Legion, they were probably too deep in the molds and everything that changing sizes yeah. was going to be difficult. Right. But I mean, uh, that's yeah. probably the reason. Yeah. Um, it, it does seem like a missed opportunity if, you know, depending on where they were in their development cycle when they got yeah. Legion, like it, it could have also been like, wow, we, you know, we got Legion. Let's integrate these two with each other. Like, you know, I, again, we, don't, yeah. we have no idea where the development well, cycle was. In reality, if we wanted to blame someone, like if anyone should be held to blame, it's Asthma Day because right. if, corporate knew all this was going on right and oh we're gonna give all the miniatures to amg so we have a miniatures house well then you think you would give them a heads up but like hey if you're working on this star wars game just so you know we're gonna give you all the miniature games oh excuse me um we're gonna give you all the miniature games so that you know if you want to work that in with these other ones that's gonna be a thing so you know yep as much as everybody wants to (laughs) make amg the boogeyman for all their problems i just i just don't think i just don't think this is founded in this you know in this particular yeah. situation you know yeah and there's all there's also the lucas film of, film of it all which is like especially if they want to focus on the clone wars era a lot of that deep roster is only in the animated shows yeah which getting that like because legion is sort of a photo like a supposed uh, to be a more realistic aesthetic yeah, yeah. so that would Movie be aesthetic. more development time on miniatures if you have to also pass like the first like real life concept of you know like barris i don't think barris, has a, yeah right so that's a character that bringing to a different interpretation of miniatures yeah. is a lot easier than like just from the locus film side i'm sure i don't know that for sure but i mean the pie you know the Pikes in Legion are the Clone Wars animated version of Pikes instead of the Book of Boba Fett, like film version of Pikes. That's, That's true. true. That's true. Um, so I don't think it would that part would be that bad. Um, I think it's probably just a development cycle thing, like yeah. you said, Jay. Which yeah. you know it is what it is. Um, and I, I'm not personally worried about Legion. This clearly represents a different, a very different like itch. Scratches a different itch than Legion does. Um, Legion is very, Legion is very competitive focused. It's very like strategic on an army level. Um, if this is more like an MCP, it's going to be more like a, you know, quick, um, like yes. character highlight type game. Yeah. Skirm- um, a skirmish like X-Wing or MCP. Right. Yeah. It, it falls in, which can be competitive, just different, different kind of competitive than Legion. Right. It's a, it's a different itch. Yeah. So, you know, I don't foresee to the extent that people buy into this, I think they're probably going to be, and they're already Legion players. I don't think that means they're going to like stop playing Legion or whatever. 
No, I'll tell you. Um, okay, I'm. I I think I'm probably a perfect candidate for this because he. As soon as I saw this, I was like, Evan and I were talking about, it, and I'm like, oh, I can bring like five miniatures, four or five miniatures, and play, get a game of more Legion miniatures in in between, like playing Legion, like. Yeah, I'm in. Like, you know what I mean? We oh oh we got a like three hour break or something, or we're waiting for something to happen. Oh, let's just play a quick game of Shatterpoint. Like that'll literally take like 70 minutes. You know, I I mean, and all I have to bring yeah. is like five more miniatures with me. Like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm judging right. judging yeah. for a day or something on a yeah. on a multiple heat day. Um yeah, totally. Um yeah, and Legion sells too well. Like they're not gonna just no yeah. be like I mean, as as Mide would like skin them. <laughs> they were like, yeah. There's no way we're it's trying not to replace Legion with this, and because it, it's not a replacement, right? It's not, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I've honestly, I'll be honest with everybody at home. I went back and forth when I first saw it. I was, I did kind of go, oh, that's not great for Legion. But then I started thinking about, it, I'm like, oh no, I don't think this affects Legion at all. And you know, I just. I think we're all just kind of emotionally raw right now with with all the like rough changeover they've had. But I will say that Mando in IG88, the IG11 IG88, which was the releases after the swoops and the battle forces were perfectly fine. Yeah. And you know, I think that they're moving into a new thing where they're going to force you to buy card packs, which I'm actually all right with because um, I have so many upgrade cards. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this. Yep. I, th I was upset about it at first, but then I thought about it because I was like, okay, if I'm a new player and I bought a battle force, all right. And I buy IG 11 or 88. If the true plan is to put out more card packs, where I could just buy a card pack and get the upgrades for them instead of having to go back and buy like a core set and like this unit and this unit that doesn't, that don't mean anything to me. Um, I'm all for that. Like, you know, to get those same cards through a card pack. Why not? Yeah. And actually, did we talk about the fact that they released a statement basically saying that um, they're going to do reprints and stuff to like fix that they're aware of the battle force issues and they're yeah, gonna, they weren't very specific on what they were doing. It was but they it was pretty ambiguous, something. but yeah. it was the general tone of it was like we recognize that there's a quality control problem with this Battle Force release. We're taking it seriously. Um, we're going to go back and do some print runs, and we'll we're going to solve this basically. Um, yeah, like so, you know, which is great, great little late, but great. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a better I guess late better than late situation than, for I, me. I guess. <laughs> i mean there's a there's a line with lateness there is yes it's but, you know you can't show up like three hours late to your wedding right, right? that's not a better yeah. late than ever situation yeah, i mean you can't show up like a month and a half after we already know there's problems yeah, and yeah. we've been losing our minds and be like right. no we know there's problems yeah we all know there's problems dog like <laughs> right yeah I, you're right yeah there know. there is a there is a line I'm but. I'm hopeful that I mean with with uh, listen there was a small error on Boba Fett it did not affect the game in fact I think it's more of a them problem than an us problem uh with the with what they printed on the plastic but but 
I mean, overall, you know, I think maybe I, I I'm I, I want to see what they're if they're going to do these card packs. That's the real test, right? Because if they're not, then all right, we're getting less in these boxes for paying more. But if they are going to print it, then yeah, I don't have a problem. Just grab a card pack, you know? Yeah. Agree. But. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I want. I want to see what it is. I. I, I like the idea. Marvel mm-hmm. Crisis Protocol is a good game. Amazing. Yeah. And honestly, like as a as a person that enjoys, you know, as a second, you know, as a side piece, if you will, like skirmish uh, style games, I really like Shades Shadespire until it became like a subscription service, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as a person that enjoys that scale, uh, and I, like, don't get me wrong, I love the Marvel movies, but I've never been like so into it that I, yeah, you know, like, but as somebody that really likes Star Wars, you know, like, I these miniatures look great. Um, I would totally try this. It it could never replace Legion for me as like a competitive passion, so to speak. Um, I don't think you know we'll see it. I guess, but. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that it coexists like X-Wing. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think there's a number of us, I don't anymore, but like, I know Bushman and 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 Evan still play X-Wing and have played, like when we have big weekend, tournament weekends, you know, they're in the first heat for Legion and then the second heat for X-Wing on the next day, you know? And I think that's that's where I think this is going to fit in too, is you're, you're, you're play Legion day one and day two, you play Shatterpoint, you see where you get in both tournaments and then make a decision on, you know, if you made the finals for one and not the other, then you're like, okay, I'm going to go play that one. Um, yep. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm okay by all this. It really doesn't scare me. Yeah. Cautiously optimistic is how I describe yeah. how I feel about it. Excited to learn more. There you go. yeah all right speaking of um yeah let's do it should we transition to invader let's do it yeah what do you (laughs) sorry jay (laughs) um there's there's an interesting discussion point for everyone at the end of this which is the blizzard force topic that we teased earlier but let's start let's start with you tim yay so as we learned on cast last time i was on i was a little bit cheating so my (gasps) Invader League, uh, just a just a tiny little bit. So my Invader League Elims list does not have Lando in it because with he just doesn't cut the cheese without mm. you know cutting through the rules a little bit. Cut anyway. cut the cheese is that a? I think you're maybe misusing that. Probably. I was. <laughs> cut, I was cut trying, the mustard. I, cut the mustard, not cut the cheese. Cut Cutting the cheese, cheese yeah. is. Uh, I was. I was. Trying I mean, to everybody think cuts the cheese, yeah. Trim, Trimbo, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Was, I'm sure Lando I, does too. <laughs> Not girls. Uh, That's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to, I was thinking of the segue before I got the first saying. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, continue. Anyway. So my list comes to, um, cause I am like that. I put a Pike, Pike Capo in instead of Lando, the vigilance. Uh, so yeah, so it's rebel officer with a vigilance, portable scanner, Pike Capo with vigilance, uh, three rebel troopers, you know, DLT captain situational awareness. Uh, two Pike Syndicate soldiers with their rifle and the capo, uh, two snipers, fleet troopers with a medical droid, and then 
Boba Fett, who, as Jay says, is absolutely terrible with uh, tenacity, up close and personal, and recon intel. So that does leave me with a 18-point bid, which is a huge change. I was running a one or two-point bid for that is a crazy bid. I, I mean, this list has been a little bit weird in that, and this is part of the reason, like I've played around with a lot, is that like I often had like no bid and felt like I was missing a couple like upgrades I wanted or like a forty-point. It's like, or I have like every like right, like I had a weird like activation thing, so I solved that by just dropping the sniper and going up the core. So now it's six core and two social forces instead of five and three. Um, but also the big bid is to help with our next topic, which is dealing with Blizzard Force, because a lot of those lists do not output me anymore, which is nice. So yeah, so I'm uh, in my bracket, I have to win three games to get to the not international side of things, and I've won mm. two of those games so far, and my next one is scheduled for Thursday. So nice. by Friday, congratulations. Yeah, hooray. And uh, my next game is nine activations, Vader, Din, three dews, and three snows. So basically, I got do back missiles flying because he has uplink on one of them and new ways. He has so. Vader, Din, and three. Say that again. Vader. Uh, I think it's operative, but I'm not sure about that. Uh huh. Um, Din with spear. Uh huh. And then. F- uh, three dewbacks. And can then... he afford anything else in that list? Oh, and then he has an, an officer, three snows. And I think one of the snows is a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's gonna be yeah. don't get in melee range, I guess. Yeah, well, this which is pretty is... clear what that list wants to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also don't get in melee range of dewbacks that are gonna triple move, activating their tenacity and hitting you in the face. So it's gonna be we'll see what kind of kiting I can do to because if I could take a do back down before it gets to my yeah, lines, I mean, that'll... just shoot him. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm yeah. at eleven activations <laughs> at nine. Are you? You? It's on Hoth, right? It's on Hoth, which is okay. That's good for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just played on Hoth, which I'll talk about. Just but... shoot them. You'll be <laughs> shoot her. You'll be that's, fine. That's a good plan on Hoth. I'll say that yeah. much. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's where I'm at. But, yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, game plan is just shoot them and also leverage the activation gap to hopefully let me shoot them even more so yeah and over to you kyle and over to you kyle (laughs) so i am running blizzard force i've i've definitely talked about this list uh on previous casts but it is basically an officer with improv vader with chook push and um tenacity so one training slot blank honestly i could even cut tenacity i wouldn't feel that bad about it um two snows one of which has a medic two of the storm hru's with the rt 97 and the dlt and then um four speeder bikes <laughs> and i think that's 787 um and it's one of those things like 13 has been enough for me apparently it would not be enough if we had faced each other uh but i could just like cut the medic and I wouldn't feel that bad about it. And that would be a. Well, I'm uh, sorry. The officer also has Binox, which is another eight points of luxury upgrades, basically. So I could cut the medic and the Binox and not feel that bad about it. And that would be a 40 point bid. Yep. Whoa. <laughs> do I don't it. think I don't think that <laughs> I need won't. to do that. 
I think you should just to like d- dab on everyone. I mean, look, uh, <laughs> I think that is, would be totally unnecessary, but but um, hilarious. <laughs> it would be kind of funny. Uh, We're back to the I days mean, of the heyday of triple stabs. Kyle, the only way we're going to recognize that this is a problem is if we start doing things like that <laughs> to make it everyone realize how big of a problem it is. Well, and people have been like, well, just increase store major use, you know, which which is fair. They're grossly I've never I, I cannot think of a time in Legion his, history when a unit to me has been uh, both at first glance and upon further review uh, so grossly undercosted. Like I could think you could make them twelve more points, twelve to sixteen more points, and you would still take them. <laughs> yep. Um, and then essentially you just run the same list and you cut the medic, and you yep. still have like a thirteen to fifteen point bid. So I, I don't know. Good God. Uh, we'll we'll get to the Blizzard Force discussion in a second. I um. I am done with my three games. I I won my three games. Uh, the last by the the slimmest of possible hairs um so my last game was against babat who won last season won last season's invader league he was uh ranked ahead of me number one on elo um and he also was my only round robin loss we were in the same round robin group (laughs) and so we were destined to uh, face each other in the same quadrant of the bracket so for those that don't know how the regional the elam structure works for invader um basically there's like a you know you do your round robin group and then the top two people from each group advance to like a regional elims and then in that regional elims you get four people from each region so the regions are essentially north america east north america west so east coast west coast and then international which is europe and asia lumped together basically and australia um and four people from each of those advance. Uh, it's oh no that's no? right sorry. nope nope that's that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. I was just looking at it today because I was trying to yep. see who else had already like played all their games in advance, and the the only other person so far is uh, Snyder from NA West. So, yeah. Um, but they only had to play two games because that's the oh. inferior coast, so that doesn't count. Uh, <clears throat> that's that's where I played last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I digress. The uh. So essentially, um one person from each quadrant of the bracket makes it and Bobette and I got shoved into the same quadrant. <laughs> so we're like, all right, well, I guess this is, this is going to be rematched and one of us is going to make it to whatever they call it, grand finals. And one of us is not. So, um, it was a incredibly close game. Um, I made some serious mistakes on turn on deployment. Um, Bobette actually made one too, which I did not capitalize as much on as I should have. Basically, we were on disarray. Um, the 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 turns here, I was blue, which was critical. Uh, the flop was hostage and bombing run in the first two slots, and then hemmed in in the last slot. So I was like, <laughs> "Well, I guess we both know how this is going to go," you know, because like I could not force hemmed in, and then he could veto both bombing run and hostage. So um, that's what he did. He vetoed bombing run and hostage. We ended up on payload disarray. Um, and basically, I, I actually I put three of my four bikes in one of my disarray zones, and then the rest of my army in the the opposite corner. He put one sacrifice stormtrooper unit basically in his opposite corner, and then the entire rest of his army 
in the zone that was like uh, opposite my bike deployment. And after we finished deployment, I'm looking at I'm looking at the deployment, and I realized that uh, he has roll with respect, which is one of the new Bubba cards, the three pip in his deck. And I'm looking at like the distance my bikes are from all his stuff and how he's like dropped a mortar, you know, within range for one of my bikes. And I'm like, I had that moment like Ralph from Simpsons where I'm like, I'm in danger. <laughs> um, so, but luckily because Hoth is what it is and uh, it is, the map is, it has a lot of terrain on it, but they're all like super low rolling hills of snow drifts basically. Um, so you playing against Dubaks on them, Timbo, that should be good for you. Um, There's not really any, like, there's there's a handful of tall, like, height one line of sight blockers, but most of the line of sight blockers are, like, exactly the height of a silhouette, maybe a little bit more. So I was able to drop my officers so that I could see both of his strike teams. Um, So I played Overwhelming Barrage first turn. Uh, I got kind of a rough rollout on it. The first rollout was four blanks on the black dice. Um, luckily I had an aim, so I rolled that into two hits and then I killed the strike team. And then the second one just got two hits and he rolled a save. So I only ended up killing one of the two strike teams on the, oh, the, the oh, the horror. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the card is so dumb. I didn't like, I almost felt kind of ashamed to do it. And then I, the, the rollout happened and one of the strike teams survived and I was like, all right, whatever, that's fine. This card is dumb <laughs> anyway. So, um, and then he proceeded to start massacring my bikes with rulers respect while I tried to pull them from the back. <laughs> uh, he killed a full bike unit and then an additional bike model doing that. So I lost three bikes on the first turn, um, three bike models. And then I lost uh, a second bike unit, uh, one of my one-man bike units after that first turn on the first activation of turn two because he played Boba's Rocket to go after that bike. Mm. Um, however, on that turn... Uh, I was able to use my other two bikes to kind of loop back around and take shots at Boba where he was, like in the open. And then I was also able to move up my HRUs, my storms, and do like a cohesion thing where I could like get within range with the unit leader and then drop the heavies on one of the slopes behind him so they could see over the slope to Boba. Um, and then I actually did four wounds on Boba in return for losing that bike. So that was that was decent. Um but then it was like this weird situation where he kind of, we were on disarray payload. Uh, and he realized that neither of us was going to score our payloads like two turns earlier than I did. So he just kind of veered his off and started using it as mobile heavy cover. Whereas I like continued trying to push mine, um, which meant that I was like exposing units for no reason uh, in the process. Oh, I also killed that sacrificial storm that he put in his mm. other deployment zone. So at this point, um, I had lost. Uh, two bike units and um i think that's it so far and then uh i also ended up sacrificing a snow trooper unit to tie down din for two turns which worked out uh, my <laughs> naked snow good deal <laughs> yeah um so uh i lost i had lost two speeder bikes and um the snow trooper unit and then um he had lost uh two strikes and the storm and then we got to a point basically where Vader was able to do the Vader's might thing into an activated shore unit to like, you know, engage them from 20 inches away. <clears throat> and at this point, I should have recognized that like neither of us was going to score. Um, if I kill that shore unit with Vader, 
without Vader dying, which was reasonably likely because Vader was at full health. Boba was at four wounds. So, you know, he wasn't going to be able to like kick me to death or anything. Um, if I kill that shore unit, I'm up on points. All I got to do is not die with Vader and kill the shore unit. Vader can handle that task by himself. <laughs> I should have just run away with the rest of my army, but I tried to score the payload basically. And I ended up losing a bunch more units. Mm. I lost another bike unit. Um, I lost uh, the snow medic unit and I lost a storm HRU. Um, so like on the, and then he moved Boba back up to deal some of this damage. Um, on the last turn, uh, this shore unit was still alive because Vader like had like a three hit swing on one of his lightsaber deals. Um, I played implacable on the last turn. Uh, I went first with my remaining storm HRU, which was able to like get one hit through on Boba and kill him. Um, and then Vader proceeded to finish off the uh, with implacable finish off the shore uh, kill his officer and then after drawing the token again uh, kill the strike team with force choke which turned out to be enough <laughs> to put me over on points so it was definitely a like um, Vader just putting the game on his back at the 11th hour kind of situation uh, to kill three units on one turn <laughs> in addition to managing to finish off Boba Fett with that one wound. Um, so it was definitely like a, it was very close. Um, you know, and both, I've played Boba twice now. And it's been, you know, he's very good, obviously. So um, I don't em feel like Empire I Boba, right? Yes, sorry, Empire Boba. He was yeah. running, uh, I Empire guess I didn't Boba's actually say really what he good. was running. Um, he was running uh, Boba Din double bounty with oh. pikes. So he had Boba, he had Din, he mm. had pikes, uh, he had shores oh, and snipers in a mortar. So that is so much. It's a lot of things. <laughs> it's 11 <laughs> activations. Um, and I, I realized too late that like I thought maybe I could sort of outshoot him if I could get some flanking shots off on the pikes, but he had removed two bikes and Din was like, up in my flank and that was just not going to happen so i just needed vader to clutch it uh and run away with everything else and instead i didn't run away with everything else and then vader still clutched it anyway so <laughs> um if if you can pull off a like turn one or two uh rule res rule, rule with respect with boba into a rocket it's often enough to like turn the gunfight like no like not yeah. no kind of ignoring whatever the yeah. guns like as long as the the gun lines are somewhat equal or even if like the Boba players at like like an act like a sort of activation of guns disadvantage if you can get a couple extra black dice in plus a Boba rocket in usually that will turn the gun line battle towards you towards the towards Boba yep yeah it was a nasty combo um I was I think I was a little lucky in how I was able to set up shots on Boba after that rocket because mm. um, he kind of like chased my bike a little bit um you know, and then those four wounds kind of parlayed into that last minute, last minute kill that got me up on points. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel like I got lucky a little bit and Vader is ridiculous. That's all I have to say about that. Yep. And for those playing on Hoth, um, <laughs> you can't, you're not going to be able to hide stuff. So, <laughs> especially not stuff that is taller than a silhouette. Um, the speeder bike a do back it's not going to be able to hide anywhere so factor and, and, that in through calculus yeah. 
And especially even if you do find a hiding spot, because it's all rolling hills, you, like minis can get higher than you'd expect, yep. and then they can shoot down over things. Yep. Um. So it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. There's going to be a lot of shots that happen where if you're playing from top down, you're like, how did, I thought that was going to be okay. And then you go on the table and you're like, oh, nope, that's not, this is yeah. not a map that you can play top down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, should we talk about, should we parlay that into a countering Blizzard Force topic? Because I, I think you have some, you played, you were, did you play this tournament, Jay, or you just add it slash aware of it? I was aware weekend. of it. Okay. Yeah. And then, and, but I've played against Blizzard Force. So, so yeah. So I guess parlaying into it, we couple actually two different tournaments. Um, people reached out to me to tell me how good, if not broken, I hate using that word, but good slash broken Blizzard Forces. Um, and that how it was taking average players and like making them be able to like, basically table other players um and so you know i i thought it would be good for us to talk about it talk about how you can counter it talk about the weakness of um blizzard force in general but i think the real problem you have one version of blizzard force that's good and you're a good player so that's going to be good um but there's also other variations of blizzard force that are also good and <laughs> It's just like it's the one battle force that you has. I I could think of like three or four different variations where I I just wouldn't want to face any of them and just be like, oh, that sounds miserable. Um, but yeah, so I guess I guess I thought it would be a good idea for us to kind of um, talk about it and see how we can counter it. Give us your secrets, Kyle. Tell us how to beat you. <laughs> Yeah, so um I mean the short version is that I think I've said this before, but Blizzard Force is kind of like a giant scalpel. It's it's got a really targeted, focused roundhouse kick. Mm. But once like if you can kind of weather that and then start killing stuff, um it kind of takes the wind out of its sails pretty quickly. Yeah. Because all of the stuff that it relies on speeder bikes you know the storm hres specifically like they're fragile speeder bikes are straight up fragile um you know they've got white saves once you lose that first model their offense just totally plummets so you really only need to do three wounds to a speeder bike unit to at least neuter its offensive potential clearly its scoring potential is another matter um but you know a speeder bike throwing three dice with a rainbow like that's that's going to bounce off heavy cover that's going to bounce off dodges. That's probably going to bounce off like a suppression token cover, you know? So that's a very different pool than the six dice pool that they're throwing with two bikes. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So if you can even remove like a speeder bike model from each unit, clearly you want to try and finish off activations when you can, depending on what's going on. But, um, you know, you can really take, you can really take the, you can kind of declaw that cat being the speeder bikes pretty quickly once you start dropping models mm. um speeder bikes uh are one of the few units in this game that splitting fire not splitting fire with units but like you know getting a model down moving on to a different unit especially like when you're trying to weather that storm like scoring later in the game activation is usually more important but like turn one or two or whatever 
trying to drop a model out of as many speeder bike units as you can quickly really yeah it's like it's the one time it's one of the few times that advocating for that is not the wrong thing <laughs> yeah like clearly you have to you have to figure out what the, the objective is and stuff like if it's bombing run and they're carrying bombs clearly you want to drop the whole unit or something like that but yeah i, um, I mean if it's bombing run they're carrying bombs you probably want to try to scope the leaders is well yeah that's true yeah but but uh which is which shouldn't be that possible against a good player because those are big models no. and you have a lot of range with cohesion. But um, anyway, yeah, it's if you can kind of weather that punch uh, and hit hit back against the speeder bikes specifically, that goes a long way towards taking the teeth out of it. Uh, the storm HRUs also uh, their big quote unquote defense is simply that the, they can do so much of their damage at range four. Yep. And most units kind of need to get to at least range three to be like properly deadly. Um, but they're super vulnerable to things like snipers, uh, just run of the mill snipers, but also specifically like Aiden. Um, you know, if Aiden can get a pulse scan shot into him, she's picking up two models on that. You know, then the next, the next hit from Dell or whatever else is going to remove a heavy model. Like, and that's, you know, there's only two of those. There's only two storm HRUs. So you've just very easily essentially eliminated one of them. Um, Cause even if it's down to just like the RT 97, that's not a very good dice pool. You know, that's four dice. So whatever, three of which are white dice. Um, so like once you can do three wounds to a storm HRU and at the end of the day, they're just stormtroopers. You know, they don't have surges or dodges or any kind of special defensive tech. Uh, if you can do three wounds to a Storm HRU, you're also essentially, it's the same concept as killing a speeder bike. Like you've really cut into their offensive potential by doing that. Um, so don't be afraid to shoot them. Now, of course, not to be lost in all this is if they're running uh, the one that I'm running, which is the Vader version. Um, <laughs> hopefully you're not so focused on those things that you forget that Vader exists because you know, killing a handful of speeder bikes and a storm HRU unit isn't going to do you any good if Vader gets in your lines with relatively full health. <laughs> if you don't have a force user, if you have a force user or, you know, a lot of melee units or whatever, that would be a different conversation. But like, you know, Vader can, like, if you don't have a force user, Vader can solo your army. Yep. Yeah. Pretty easily. <laughs> um, by himself so you know don't lose sight of that like if you get if you get a chance to take open ish shots on vader especially if he doesn't have dodges take him you know yeah i mean or even tough shots his even getting two or three wounds into vader before he gets to you is that's important a huge difference yep yeah so far i've lost one game as blizzard force which is that uh round robin game against Bobette. And in that one he did four wounds to Vader in on the first turn with a snap. Um and that like drastically changed how I was able to approach that game. So um yeah if you can pull something like that, you know, that makes a big difference. I, I actually faced a Blizzard Force at Nova Open with Iden Boba and um I it was a similar setup and I did three wounds to Vader on the first turn um with Inferno Squad. Now Inferno Squad died on that turn to the bikes <laughs> um but at the end of the day it kind of turned out to be worth it because 
you know, you've got like a close to half health Vader and he was trying to get in with him and like, he, you know, four, well, four to five, five wound Vader drops surprisingly quickly when he's focused. So, and, and those bikes are probably going to kill something. Yeah. Right. Um, that's one of the other realities of Blizzard Force is like weathering the punch generally doesn't mean keeping everything alive. Right. It's about making sure that your key things are alive because mm-hmm. the bikes are fast. They're going to try and pick a target. And part of the key is making sure that, I mean, one, you have heavy cover with everything because if they start shooting in the open, that things go real bad real quick, which is sometimes often hard against bikes because they move quick. Right. And also trying to, you know, keep, keep strike teams back, keep, you know, officers or other like very key support pieces very well hidden and because anything exposed speeder bikes can pick up if they want to yeah and there are a couple lists that actually actually can weather that punch without losing something (coughs) excuse me uh the two that i'm specifically thinking of are anakin padme pikes Yep. because you have so much dodge sharing and a significant portion of those dodges are from exemplar so you can kind of apply them to whichever unit needs them um so that's so one. What does that list look like? Because I know we've mentioned it before. Obviously, Anakin and Patty, but <clears throat> there, there's a couple different variations of it. Um, there's like the 10 activation version, which is like the kind that uh, Dash's mic is running. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, uh, you can actually just look it up. It's, it's, he was in the Nova Top 8. Um, Don't tell me to so, look it up. Well, no, I'm just saying I'm not going to get it right from memory. Oh, fine. So, all right. Um, but I will, I will essentially it's Anakin Padme. Um, he had uh, two arc strikes. Uh, he's running something similar for Invader Elims also. Um, uh, three clone troopers, some of which had heavies. Um, I think he's got Boyle in the Invader list because uh, that's that card was spoiled, so that's legal for Invader for guardianing high velocity, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and then uh, a Pike Capo. And then two pikes uh, with just the disruptor, not the personnel, um, and that allows you to get to ten. Um, okay. Personally, if I were to do it, uh, I would do the nine activation version, where you cut one of the arc strikes, and then just beef up all your core units. Um, in that list, I like to have uh, some more suppression mitigation on the core because you know one of Republic's problems is that they're very reliant on phase ones, which you know, lose an action at one suppression. Um, so I took, I'd like for Adepticon, you know, I ran a phase two and then I ran one of them with a the captain. Um, if I were to slot the pikes in there, you know, that's two more units that are, that have some form of suppression mitigation in the form of courage, courage too. So um, basically I would just, I would beef up the core units. Uh, I'd throw a couple of copies of Overwatch on them, which, you know, getting captains and or converting at least one of them to phase two allows you to do. Um, and then you're like even further uh, kind of expanding your anti-blizzard force tech because bikes are range three. So, you know, you've got a standby or two that you can share with a couple overwatch units and suddenly like that's a very prickly hedgehog for speeder bikes to try and get into. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I would do. That's the list. Honestly, the single list that probably scares me the most with blizzard force. It's also, excuse me, got Anakin. Um, so you can't just dive with Vader or if he gets murdered by Anakin, 
which is kind of ironic, but mm. um, uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, Shadow Collective Mall with Pikes because there's so much Dodge generation in that list. And you're, you know, I think the, the primary weakness of Blizzard Force besides, um, there's actually three. There's one we haven't got to yet. Um, so we talked about the fact that your hard hitting stuff is fragile. Um, the second one is that there's no high velocity in the list. So, like, if your opponent has a lot of dodge generation, particularly with pikes, um, like, you're going to need to kind of burn through the dodges to do damage. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, the bikes can often get flanking shots, which helps, but still, like, there's there's no way to just ignore the dodges like you could with a high-velocity spam list. So um, that's weakness number two. And then the third one is just that, uh, well, it is exceptionally good when you're using its battle deck, it is really not very good at all when you're not. Um, it's it's decent at quite a lot of the other objectives. Um, it's not quite the same when you're like forcing your opponent to choose between bombing run and breakthrough and hostage. Um, but it's really the deployments that make the big difference for Blizzard Force. Bikes are not good when they're going from short edge to short edge. Uh, they want to be able to flank stuff. So um, you know, we've kind of established that Blizzard Force could probably bid up to like 40 points <laughs> if it wanted to. Um, but if you can manage to outbid Blizzard Force and maybe bidding like 15 to 18 is going to be enough to do that um, most of the time, then that's also going to be pretty big. Because mm -hmm. if you can use those shortage to shortage deployments, if you can use those an objective deck that isn't like totally stacked for bikes and Vader, um, then you're gonna have a much better shot. So, yep. Um, and I mean, this is also a little bit besides all that, but the um, uh, overall main barrage, like part of the uh, dealing with the first blow is like making like that thing's gonna go off and it's gonna hit something, but you gotta make sure you like if you have strike teams that. They're not going to be able to see both models. Um, and if yep. you have, and again, like officers and stuff, um, and also even like, you know, make sure things can't get scoped. Sort of typical sort of cohesion stuff, right? But it, you got to be doubly careful against uh, Blizzard Force because they will punish like deployment cohesion mistakes, which often like, that's often the most common place you see like cohesion mistakes because people are just trying to get models on the table or whatever. Yeah. So, um, when you're, especially when you're deploying against Blizzard Force or really any um, army that has like a or like a bombardment card, you gotta make sure that you don't have like heavy weapons sticking out or strike teams that are you can see both models or a really juicy like four wound officer out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, know what's what is actually on that card because it is not <laughs> like the other bombards. Um it is four black dice that surge, regardless of who's firing it, even if it's Vader or somebody else, because the surge is printed on the card. And it most importantly, it has blast, like just printed on the card. So it doesn't matter what the sharpshooter value of the attacker is, if they have any or not. Does not matter. You know, it is like getting hit by Leia or Kraken. Those are the only bombard users I think that have sharpshooter too. Uh, so because that is blast right there in the card. <laughs> so um, make sure you know what it does when you deploy your when you deploy your dudes. It also has suppressive 
I don't know. That's that's kind of like yeah. <laughs> clearly, it doesn't need suppressive, but that's also the you know the least dangerous thing on that card. So whatever. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. So, so one of the games I played, uh, I got that, and then I got hit with a ATST mortar outside. I mean, I was outside of range. For, you know, it's just like okay, and so you know, I had four suppression and like two units left or two minis left you know and i was just like what (laughs) like this is this is not okay uh yeah so even like yeah i i know we've talked a lot about the the vader you know vader is definitely a big part of those lists and i think he's very good but i would make an argument there's there's a list with like general vice with like the two snow troopers with flames, two of the heavy response units, four speeder bikes, and an ATST. Yep, that's the thing you can do. Like, good yeah. God. I mean, but, you, you have to have an officer, right? Field commander doesn't work. Uh, right. So you have but to have general veers, right? And then you like, then you got maximum firepower in there, as well as overwhelming I, barrage. And yeah. uh, I've, yeah. I've I've played a twelve act Blizzard Force, which is like veers bikes. Uh, heavy response units and snows and stuff and it's nasty in different ways yeah but one of those ways is like oh turn one uh overwhelming barrage turn two maximum firepower and two two barrage cards or um, bombardment cards right after each other is uh pretty pretty interesting and then you have the bikes in there too who (laughs) yeah and then the bikes are right there you know yeah um yeah, let's. I talked a lot about Vader. Let's talk about the other versions real quick because the one thing that you really can't do with Vader, I mean, clearly you drop probably new ways to motivate them for overwhelming barrage. But the one thing you're really not doing with Vader is leveraging those other excellent Blizzard Force command cards. Yeah, you know, there's the three pip that gives you um, spur and suppressive, and then there's the one pip that uh, you know prevents your opponent units from removing more than one suppression. And also gives out two orders uh, for some reason, um, <laughs> which you get a lot more use out of in the non-Vader versions because you're not yeah. replacing any of Vader's ridiculous command cards. Uh, so yeah, if you're running the ATSD version or if you're running like the Snow Spam version, you're going to get a ton of use out of those two cards. Um, and I, I think I think in in those the counters are kind of similar. You got to kind of weather the punch. And then try and start chipping at the storm HRUs and chipping at the the speeder bikes. Um, it's a little bit harder to like quote chip an ATST. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. Um, it's doable. It's doable. It's doable. Like, listen, uh, as someone who has played heavies a lot, there's a lot more. Just let's take out critical one or critical, you know, or critical two. There's a lot more rolled crits than you think there are. So like you still have to like be careful, even with and then you add critical one and critical two. That's like you know, like I play that rebel with like the veterans. I'm just like someone rolls a heavy. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, you know, critical gets around uh, armor too. So we'll, we'll just we're gonna go ahead yep. and fire, uh, you know, and so. Yeah, I I think an AT, to ATST and four speeder bikes is just it's so nasty. Yeah, it's on gross. its own, you know, and it, like you said, in a different way, and it's just like unrelenting 
firepower for that one pip just to quote that one pip but that's i mean that's what it is right you, you've got the atst is is just such a powerhouse and can like really hold a board edge on its own and then you have like speeder bikes coming up on the flank and then if they try to get in close you you basically murder ball the snow troopers and the the h the hrus and so that like if anybody tries to get into close to like an objective they just get annihilated by those units it's it's just there's so many like like i think it's Blizzard Force is the first like utility knife uh list I think of Legion where it's I feel like there's so many different options to build out Blizzard Force and it uh, and and I think it all centers around those heavy response units but I think there's so many different options that somebody could be like oh, I'm bringing Blizzard Force and you're like I don't know what that means like uh, okay yeah. that could be, I I literally don't know what to be prepared for well, I mean, it's it's generally what we've seen is like you got your two heavy response, four speeder bikes. So you're like, yep. you got six, six units are all guaranteed. Uh, and then you got to have uh, at least one other core. But sort of the uh, other four to five units are all sort of to taste, basically. Yeah. It's wild. Yep. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I... it's what Empire needed, you know, like, I think it's wait. I think it overcorrected, but you know, I, yeah. I think it's right. Cause how long were we saying, Oh, Empire just doesn't like, just doesn't feel great anymore. And it, well, now it feels great, but yeah. you know, it just way overcorrected in the other way. But I, I like the idea, like I, all these battle forces besides Gar, but uh, <laughs> um, I like the ideas. Like, I really do. I really like the ideas. And I think that they they had really good potential. I think that because of how good Blizzard Force is, it outshines the other two that I don't think are terrible. It, they just get Blizzard Force just outshines them. You know, Echo Base, I played that the four satellite dish, three vets, three MKs, Leia. You know, I, I didn't do the Luke one, but I did the Leia officer one. And I was honestly like wrecking house with it and it was just like and then i i was like yeah all right and then i just moved out you know but like that's still a viable thing it's just it gets overshadowed by some other stuff yeah i and i think a huge part of that is like e even if echo base and blizzard force were sort of like equal levels of powerful inherently moving like moving stuff is a very important part of legion and the echo base list is very static yeah Whereas the Blizzard Force is, by its nature, very um, mo mobile. So, like, Blizzard Force is just more fun to run in general. Yeah. Yeah, and it's more flexible. And it's more flexible, yeah. Yeah. But, you're, I mean, yeah, speeder bikes are, like, so much fun to play. <laughs> uh, Invader is so much fun to play. It's just everything about the list. Um, I'm sitting here next to my uh, currently still unassembled uh, four <laughs> units of speeder bikes. Um, and I'm trying to get ready for packs, which I am now going to. Um, yeah, whoop whoop. Yep. Um, and I'm like, man, I've got, I've got like three weeks, one of which is Thanksgiving, and I've got to assemble and paint eight speeder bikes, eight snowtroopers, uh, 
and sort of figure out how to mishmash my storm heavy HREs from my existing storm units. And I'm like, man, I, like, I really want to play Blizzard Force for packs, but I just, yeah. I don't know. I, because I want to play it so much, I might just end up showing up with like half painted models. <laughs> I really hate to do that, but. Um, just, just just blast one white and say they're in a blizzard. It's good. <laughs> I mean, look, I have an airbrush. I'm going to get a significant portion of the painting done with just that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, I could clearly like my uh, Iden Boba list from Nova is fully painted and ready to go, yeah. so I could just end up playing that. But like, I've already done that. You know, so I've been on the fence about like I'm going to packs. I've been yeah. on the fence about playing. I I want to play. Um, I just I don't know. I want to. I'm like I want to bring that dumb idiot separatist invasion <laughs> list. Uh, you know, and just yeah, which, play like which, which idiot came up with that? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I give you credit every time I say, yeah, Timbo and I came up with this. <laughs> like, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like the other part, the problem I've been having lately is just like every list I want to bring, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to play that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I should bring this list, and then I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to play that. Like, I've kind of lost the taste for some of these lists that I've been playing. Like I played that Cassian K2 list for a while and I'm over it. Like I'm over pikes. I'm just like, I don't know what to do right now. So I'm, I'm feeling a little lost as far as lists to play, you know, like part of me wants to just bring something. I don't know. Crazy. I've, I've thought about just playing Republic because all my republic stuff is painted yeah. um and uh i don't know it's you know it's it's a it's kind of like a who cares tournament yeah like based on how many rounds there are there probably won't even be like one undefeated person at the end of it so part of it is like you know if there's a tournament to just mess around and have fun and play republic this is the one this is the one yeah um so i don't know we'll see what happens like I'm you're, say, you're saying uh, Republic isn't your world's faction? What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I just get done uh, talking about how I think the best counter to Blizzard Force is a Republic list. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, at this, the conversation on Republic for me has not really changed no. for eight months since I played them. And like, Pikes are great. Don't get me wrong. But fundamentally, their weaknesses are the same, which is lack of flexibility over a long-form tournament. Um, at some point, you're going to get a table that you don't like because you can't ball up uh, yeah. and move as a as a hedgehog towards where you need to be, um, or you're going to run into a matchup that has a ridiculous, you know, an extensive amount of like the the same thing that counters Anakin Pikes is the the thing that counters Shadow Collective Pikes, which people are teching for. So, yep. Um, you know, if you run into a high velocity spam list with Iden and or Boba or I guess IG eighty eight now, um, you know, that's not gonna be great for you. So it's I mean, it's the ultimate thing about sort of basically any war game is like if you're teching into something that like not badly, but sort of like if you're sort of middling teching something, if people are teching for the thing that is actually like min maxing it, that middling thing just is gonna get blown off the board because right. Yeah. Yeah, the same things that work against Shadow Collective Pikes is the, the same things that work against Anakin Pikes. So, um, yeah. 
don't know. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys got any final thoughts? No, I think that was good. We did it. We did it. We did it. That's my final thought. Good old Blizzard Force, i.e. Winnipeg, Manitoba. The first day it snowed here, it was a blizzard. Seems about right. <laughs> yep. Nice. Perfect. I've been trying to figure out how to like do some kind of conversion with snows to make storm HRUs that look like they're actually like prepared for the weather. And uh I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. It's too much work. <laughs> they're just gonna be they're I think they're actually gonna be like sand troopers, which is kind of ironic. Um because that's one of my storm units is a, is a sand trooper unit from the upgrade pack expansion. Because I I hate how the corset storms look, mm. um, and I had like extra upgrade packs lying around, so I just like made a storm unit from from the the sand troopers, and it looks way better than the normal storms. But maybe a little bit out of place on Hoth. <laughs> well, that was it like one, one of my Wookiee units at LVO was actually my winter Wookiees that just were replaced with the desert. Uh, <laughs> so it's like oh i got two like sort of sandy colored oh it looks like a little bit of sand in a fair than one that was like gray and had like frosting on there for <laughs> yeah. made time apart really easy hmm. there you go and now i kind of want to bring something ridiculous to pex <laughs> like like gar hero hammer or something like bring up like a Anna, anakin yoda oh i was thinking chewy yoda r2 padme <laughs> <laughs> Chewy, I don't know about R2, but Chewy Yoda. Yeah. Uh, Chewy Yoda, is legit. I mean, if you check out the France Nationals article, because that's what won there. Oh, yeah. Check that out. Timbo just wrote that one. Oh, yeah. He didn't put a. Um... We plugged it. He didn't put an he didn't put an image in for the what for the, for the blog. Yes. There's no image. And I and I that's that's on me. I that's I'll take currently edited blame. that while sleep deprived. <laughs> Tim, rectify that. I could do that. Just call them out <sighs> on a national platform. No, that's put on an image. <laughs> I do edit all the articles, I promise. Um <laughs> all right. Well, any yeah. final thoughts? Not Do related you. to. <laughs> not related to that. Um, no. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I guess I'm glad that we got that. Uh, that we got that covered. You know. Something. Yeah. Whatever it was that I was just <laughs> thinking in my head. Shatterpoint. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I really, we covered I, that. I really hope that's a force power that you can use in the game. Like, that would be good, yeah. Mace Window should be a unit and have that as an ability. Otherwise, he is, he is a unit. There is a model. There you go. I hope one of his abilities is Shatterpoint. Mm. All right. You're doing great. Everybody's doing great. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's land this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we have the notorious scoundrels on Kyle. I'm Jay. I'm Jimbo, who's about to go edit an article. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Or be fired. Yeah. <laughs>